Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. As you heard, time for some NFL Lunch on this woman crush Wednesday. Zach Wilson, Robert Sala announcing today will be the starting quarterback for the Jets against the Houston Texans, number two overall pick back in 2021. He was chosen over Trevor Simeon. Tim Boyle's gone. Brought in uh, Brett Rippon from Seattle's practice squad. So in theory, you're not really surprised at this, but given the drama the last couple of days where apparently he asked out of starting, yeah. eh, well, <clears throat> now we do have some sort of resolution. Here. Yeah. And, Bob, remember Rippon? He played for the Rams, played one game, started for the Rams this year, was so bad they cut him the next day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, the Zach will. I mean, if you're a player or if you're a coach, it's like, uh, we got no shot. Yeah, and, you know, Houston's got a lot to play for here. Oh, no doubt. They're jacked up. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites. And for the Jets, defensively, they try, and they keep them in games. But and they what- wear out. Yeah, but at what point do they start packing the old suitcase and say, eh, enough's enough? Well, they're they're out of it now, right? So, could come at any time. What you want to do against the Jets is get up on them early, and then then you got then guys are just protecting themselves. Christian Kirk, wide receiver for Jacksonville, who the Ravens are going to see in a couple of weeks on Sunday Night Football. Core surgery, he's going to be out for up to eight weeks, which means his regular season has come to an end. Yep. Yep. That's the same surgery that um, Bateman had. And he missed half a season. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he's done. He's done. So, an opportunity now for Calvin Ridley and Evan Ingram, among others, to step up for Jacksonville. Let's not forget, by the way, that Trevor Lawrence got hurt on Monday night. So, injury concerns are now starting to crop up in a big way for Doug Peterson's team. Well, Which with a win Monday night, as we talked about, Vinny, if they would have won Monday, we're talking about them today as the number one seed in the AFC. Right now, they sit at number four. All right, Bob. I mean, we were just talking. I mean, the the pressure that's on Jacksonville now. I mean, Houston, like you said, they're seven and five. If if they win, they'll be tied for first place, and they're playing the Jets. Jacksonville's going to Cleveland to play a, a tough defense, and Joe Flacco should be better in Week Two, and it's at home. So, Jacksonville's got to be a little nervous. And, and and then the following week, they suck at home. They're 3-4 and four on the road or at home. 
And then they got the Ravens coming in. If, if Lawrence isn't playing and Beathard's playing, you, know, you got one of the best defenses coming in. And they've been they've been pummeled three times at home. Let me ask you this, getting back to the Jets real quick. The, is there a long-term future for Sala there? Does he get the Aaron Rodgers pass, no pun intended, for next year? Or, or, or might, Woody Johnson, might he be like, nah, it's – it changes. Up there, <clears throat> I think it? they all come back for one more year. Even old Paul Hackett there? <clears throat> or Nathaniel Hackett, excuse yeah, me. I think he's back just because that's uh, Aaron Rodgers' guy. But, I mean, Bob, when you look at Sala, he's done a hell of a job with his defense. Sure. And, and they had – they 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 don't have a good offensive line. Bottom line, it sucks. And that's what's killing them is the offensive. They took that big Beckton kid who – you know, when you draft guys that have had weight problems, they're always going to have weight problems. And that that's the thing. Mackay Beckton. Yeah, as soon as they get off the practice field or the yep. regimented workout and they get back to the Twinkies and the McDonald's and then things get ugly. It's video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. So there you go, Jets fans. Zach Wilson going to start this week against Houston. But Sean McVay. Rams head coach, L.A., as Vinny just pointed out. They played Cleveland last week, and L.A. won. As uh, uh, Matthew Stafford threw three touchdown passes in that one. But they played the Browns' defense, and Sean McVay was asked, playing Cleveland's defense, does it prepare you any for the Ravens' defense? Yeah, I think so. I think that, uh, you know, that confidence can compound, but I also think it's earned every single week, you know, and, and every single week is a new week. Um, but I do think it's important to be able to, you know, continue to improve, continue to take steps in the right direction. I think we've done that as a football team. I think the offense has done that really for the last, uh, you know, 10 quarters, you could say, or nine quarters. And um, and I and I have been really pleased. And I think those guys will have some good juice and excitement about attacking another good week and, and a great challenge, which is what you love about the NFL. Yeah, I, I think uh, it'll be, you know, you're playing a good defense back-to-back weeks. Um, I don't think they got Cleveland's A game because Garrett's Garrett's hurt, and they've had other other guys, you know, not playing. They have a lot of guys that are out hurt, so they didn't see the real Cleveland defense. I mean, the Ravens are coming in healthy. Humphrey will be back too, so I mean they're totally healthy defensively. So the Ravens should be playing fast, quick, explosive. I would imagine, and and they're gonna and the Rams could be saying, whoa. That's that's a much better defense than we saw at Cleveland. Here's Sean McVay talking about that Ravens highly regarded defense. Outstanding mixture of variety schematically, outstanding uh, personnel, really on all three levels of the defense. And so when you combine personnel, great scheme, um, ability to be able to you know have depth when they do rotate, you know those are always the challenges. And you look at every single metric. Um, I'm not a big stat person, but I think there are certain stats that are in alignment with helping project how good you are. And they're at the upper echelon of the league, if not at the very top of the league, at all of the things that are really important when you talk about points, limiting the explosives. And the Rams get a lot of explosive plays. So that's going to be a a key part of it, you know, for Sean McVay and his offense is to get some explosive plays. And I would imagine one of the big things for them is is we can't let Lamar Jackson loose running the football, and we've got to we we got to make them one dimensional. We've got to be able to stop them running, and I don't know if they can, and then stop them through the air. Their secondary is pretty good, but they get no pressure on the quarterback, Bob. That's the thing. 
Another thing that's going to be very important for the Rams if they try to get victory here at M&T Bank Stadium against the Ravens is keeping Matt Stafford upright, correct? Now, you always want to be able to keep your quarterback clean, Greg, pick and choose your spots, but I think it's uh, real credit to Matthew and then ultimately the, the player's execution. And the offensive line deserves a ton of credit, but I also think it's a reflection of the entire unit. You know, Matthew, those guys that are protecting the backs, tight ends, even receivers separating in the timing and rhythm. And so those are things that have been in alignment with good, efficient football. Um, and that's what we always want to be able to do and uh, got to be able to build on that momentum because we're playing, uh, you know, another outstanding defense this week where that's going to be a uh, critical component to be efficient if you want to have a chance. He's, he's mentioned efficient quite a bit. That's not hitting home runs and stuff, Bob. That's you know, efficient. Lamar Jackson was the most efficient quarterback in 19. And, you know, so there was a lots of dinks and dunks and things there. So I think he wants to be efficient. And how do you efficient against a real good defense? That ball's got to come out quick. And then finally, here is Sean McVay talking about Lamar Jackson. What makes him so awesome? You know, you're really watching him get through progressions, get a bunch of different guys involved, obviously losing Andrews against Cincinnati, but you know, you see a lot of playmakers. Zay Flowers, obviously, Odell. Um, been really impressed with Bateman and Aguilar. Um, and then, you know, Andrews was was having another outstanding season until he got hurt against the Bengals. They've got, you know, a bunch of different backs that they can rotate. But I just think the leadership, you know, the playmaking ability, he's a winner. Um, and I think you're really seeing him do a great job. You know, I, I don't know if it is or isn't, but there's a lot more opportunities to evaluate him getting through progressions staying in the pocket as a passer. I think he's done a phenomenal job of that, but that doesn't mean that there's still not that elite playmaking ability both on or off schedule. That's the first time in a you know, long time that we've heard a coach talk about um, him being in the pocket and reading progressions and doing that. And you can see him getting better at it and doing it and staying in the pocket. And you got to notice how he's running the football that he – you get near him, he's going down. And he wants to make it through December. He wanted to get to December. Now he's there. And then now it's time to, to finish that stretch run for him. But, uh, no, Lamar's – Lamar's – I mean, if Lamar plays good, they got a chance to win any time that they're playing and he's playing good. It's video at Haney, 105.7 The Pet. We'll come back, talk NFL Week 14 with Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Also talk about some draft prospects that we haven't mentioned yet that are starting to uh, make themselves known to the scouts and to the GMs throughout the National Football League. Feeble five, five worst teams in the NFL coming up later in the hour as well. Orioles look like they're on the verge of signing Craig Kimbrell, veteran relief pitcher. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Here on this Woman Crush Wednesday, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw's on the other side of the glass. Week 14 of the NFL season kicks off tomorrow as the Steelers take on the Patriots. Whoo, it's going to be a barn burner. What's the oh. over-under? 29 and a half? Yeah. Steelers six-point favorites in this one. Here to talk about that and more from CBSSports.com. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. He's Ryan Wilson. Ryan, what's going on, man? Good afternoon, gentlemen. How's it going? Good. All right. You've been fighting any insomnia lately? Maybe tomorrow night. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just joking, Ryan. I'm just joking. <laughs> but I was watching the Steelers-Cardinals game with my cousin Al, who's a Steelers fan, and he was kind of losing his bleep a little bit, and I was kind of snickering. Like, this is pretty awesome. But I saw that Mike Tomlin was kind of taking some heat there from Steelers fans. You know how fans are. They get a little restless and you know point fingers at everyone. Is Mike Tomlin a guy that we know the Steelers historically – do not make uh, moves with the coach. They've had three head coaches since 1969, literally. Matt uh, Matt Canada took the heat this year. But is Mike Tomlin starting to feel a little from the Steelers fans here, been so loyal to him? Oh, he's feeling from the fans. And they you could argue how loyal they've been. Uh, they, they, you know, the spoiled fan bases, this is typically how they, how they respond. And, and should this team be playing better and not losing to the Cardinals? Absolutely. Um, but you could argue that Tomlin sort of set himself up for this with refusing to move on from Matt Canada, and you have a year-two quarterback, Kenny Pickett, who was not playing well. He got hurt in that game, and if you don't have a quarterback and then the guy calling the plays is as bad as your quarterback who's not very good, you're going to find yourself in probably worse situations than 7-5 and five in, in the number 5 seed. I think Tomlin's ability to motivate his players is why they've overcome so much, but Tomlin's misses in terms of coaching hires and in this case, the quarterback, and it's hard to find good young quarterbacks. That's the exacerbated the situation in terms of the anger with which the fans have made themselves known. But the other thing is, is this, and you know, this is the time of year where we talk about this thing. You can fire anybody you want to fire. What's plan B? Because Tomlin will be out of work for probably between eight and 12 seconds. Right. And where he ends up, I'm sure he'll turn that place around. But Ask Bill Belichick what life is like without a, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I think that's what you have to come back to uh, when your situation that the Steelers currently find themselves. Because the Ravens had Joe Flacco, who was a great draft pick, got him to the Super Bowl, and then they went from Flacco to Lamar Jackson, and that was an absolute home run. Uh, not every team has been that fortunate in terms of transitioning from one quarterback to the next. Ryan, what do you think happens with uh, Belichick? I don't, I mean, look, Jerry Jones, um, Robert Kraft, those guys are in their late 70s and they're not wanting to be waiting around and letting things try to sort themselves out. Belichick's 71. And I think it's pretty easy to argue that he, on the outside looking in, appears stubborn. And he probably had a power struggle that he felt at the time that he won with Tom Brady when Tom Brady moved on. Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. And Tom Brady's living his best life right now, it feels like. Currently, the Patriots have two wins and they don't have a quarterback. 
uh, on the roster, perhaps in, even in the state. If I'm Robert Kraft, I'm having very serious conversations about, hey, Bill, you're going to have to give up the GM situation here because that, that ain't working. That you, we can go back years, plural, to missed opportunities in the draft. And if Bill isn't down with that, then I, I would imagine there'll be a party in the ways. I don't imagine Bill will be down with that. And even if he says, okay, what's the situation relationship going to be like with the GM who does come in? Because at the end of the day, you would imagine the Belichick will still have that pull on personnel decisions. So this could be a party in the ways, Vinny. And I, here's the question I would put to you guys. Do you think Belichick coaches somewhere next year as he chases down this record as someone who will be 72 years old? I think he'll want to prove and go somewhere else if if they have a quarterback. I, I think he, he knows enough that if I don't have a quarterback, I, I'm nothing. You know, so I can right. go to the Chargers or I can go some. you know, I mean, keep, people keep talking Carolina. I don't know if I see that. Mm. Mm. Um, or Washington, I don't see that either. I, I just, there, there's not a lot of great jobs available other than the Chargers would be an awesome job. And I, I think he would want to jump at that because when you watch them play, their players suck, Ryan. I mean, they don't have anybody, especially on offense, that like, oh, that guy looks pretty good. If you just do the look test, there ain't nobody you want to look at. It's hard to watch. And look, man, you can crush Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi all you want, but I don't know how they are, are set up to have any success in the way that that operation is currently on the offensive side of the ball. Demario Douglas is probably their best offensive player the day three undersized wide receiver from Liberty, uh, who's a rookie and he struggled with concussions this year. And if that's where you start the conversation, you might want to take 10 or 15 steps back and reevaluate how you got to that point because the the draft picks they've whipped on and the guys they, they pass on to make these draft picks, it has not worked out. And the, the buck stops with Belichick. Yep. I, I mean, look, the guy won six Super Bowls, but at some point you got to be like, yeah, this isn't working and we need to have a, an alternate plan that may not end up involving Belichick going forward. Hey, Ryan, I, I anticipate uh, Trevor Lawrence being out a few weeks with a high ankle sprain. I mean, you're not coming back in a week or two. And they got to be, I mean, they're feeling Houston and Indy right now, um, right there, a game behind both. Yeah, that what, what a terrible circumstance uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars find themselves. Walker Little was you know pass blocking and just stepped on the quarterback and part of the issue was parker washington who was forced into service the rookie wide receiver had to play because of injuries christian kirk got hurt earlier he ran the wrong route and that's what caused trevor to double clutch and and, so, and ended up on the ground rising in pain uh, i think we'll see uh Bethel didn't look terrible now he looked not as great as jake browning which is a funny sentence to say out loud in 2023 but maybe they can weather the storm for a couple weeks. I think they're still making the playoffs, even if they don't end up winning the division. I wonder if Houston is going to be the front runner to, to make this run here. I think Houston's a better team than the Colts, even though both are seven and five from top to bottom. I think Gardner Minshew, he reminds me a lot of Jameis Winston in that there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad depending mm-hmm. on the play. So you're living on a, on a fine line there, but I think Houston has been so solid. Obviously it starts with CJ Stroud and their defense has been playing uh, really well, and that starts with their other first-round pick, Will Anderson Jr. I, I think they have an opportunity to make a move here being one game back. But this is worst-case scenario for the Jaguars, number one, because of Trevor. Number two, how's that defense going to get dismantled by Jake Browning? That's the conversation that also needs to be had yeah. uh, in the coming days to fix that thing, because if the defense is no showing against Jake Browning, that, that team doesn't have a chance no matter who the quarterback is. Ryan, do you think Miami's going to be able to go win on the road? You know, I mean, because they got to come to Baltimore and play, and, and I'm not sure where else they're going, but it's going to be cold when they come play, too. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. This team is lights out against terrible teams. Like, at least they beat terrible teams soundly, but you're not going to face terrible teams in the playoffs unless, you know, you somehow get the Steelers, I suppose. Uh, but other than that, after that first-round mop job, you you got to find ways to win. And I think these will be some good tests uh, coming down the stretch in the regular season just to see where they, they're at. They have all the weapons. And, they you know, Jalen Phillips, uh, the edge rusher they lost, with an Achilles, that's going to be a, a big issue because defensively they got Jalen Ramsey back on the back end. He was making plays, and it felt like that group was was solidified with with Zick Fangio in year one. But now you lose one of your best edge rushers. You're going to have to start scoring points consistently and, and beat the teams, the good teams, uh, like you're beating these bad teams in terms of hanging points on them with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, of course, Tua uh, playing the way he he plays against bad teams. But I, we got to see it uh, until it happens. You, you sort of wonder. We say that, though, they're, they're the number one overall seed, and maybe that'll serve as motivation to keep them at home in the playoffs to, to play well down the stretch against these good teams. Hey, Ryan, how many uh, in your probably 20th mock draft by now, how many quarterbacks you got going in round one? It's funny, Vinny. They actually have me doing fewer mock drafts, uh, perhaps for my mental health, but uh. I had one come out Monday. <laughs> and on Monday, I had Caleb going first, mm-hmm. and it, it was just to get crazy. I had the, the Patriots trading up from two to one. <laughs> this assumes, of course, that Justin Fields and the Bears are on the same page. They move to two. They take Marvin Harrison Jr., and, you know, it's hard not to love that, but Justin has to be the guy. But then I had Jaden Daniels going two picks ahead of Drake May. So I had oh. all three quarterbacks going in the top six. Jaden Daniels, no player has done more for himself over the course of this season than Jaden Daniels in terms of his progress. Drake May is going to be a uh, he's going to be in the QB one conversation, but that that season he had wasn't something that you you want to brag about. Not entirely his fault, but I had three quarterbacks going in the top five or six, and then I had Michael Penix Jr. also going there. Um, JJ McCarthy, I don't see it yet. I know the athleticism and arm strength is there. The Notre Dame quarterback, no Michigan I, quarterback. Michigan quarterback. Sorry, I was thinking about. I was thinking about your your new. They're going to get Riley Leonard there at Notre Dame, and that's going to be fun if that actually happens. Um, but in terms of this match they have with Alabama, I'm not sure Jalen Milrow won't be the best quarterback on the field by the time it's all said and done. Maybe not this year, but maybe three, four, five years down the road, we'll look back and say, yeah, Milrow ends up being a better quarterback than McCarthy. But he is getting some first round busts because of his arm strength, but he and his athleticism. But he has to play a little more consistently. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Real quick, Ryan, uh, with the draft, and you just talked about that, are the Cardinals maybe more inclined to keep Kyler Murray around than they were, say, two months ago? Yeah, I'm keeping Kyler Murray, and they sort of hurt themselves by beating the Steelers because if they stay at number two, they're taking Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. And here's the thing. You could draft a quarterback, but no one, none of those quarterbacks, even Caleb Williams, who I love, I think is going to outplay what Kyler looks like after his ACL uh, surgery and comeback because he's played pretty sharp. He's been pretty sharp in these three games. Well, Zach Wilson will be around. You can always go there if you choose to do so. He's Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Ryan, as always, appreciate the time. Talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. How's that Christmas tree, Ryan? Merry Christmas, guys. Well, there you go. So early Christmas, I guess. Is his upside down is how we were talking about. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, people. Five, we're the five worst teams in the National Football <laughs> League. That it's a funhouse trip. Nolan McGraw, inside access, coming up at two. And then Maryland Hoops. Terps trying to get in the win column for the first time in conference against Penn State, who's lost four in a row. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It has been a nightmare for this team. A handful of teams we wish the Ravens were playing. You suck. 1057 The Fan. Vinny 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Earlier in the show, Vinny did his dirty dozen, the 12 best teams in the National Football League through 13 weeks, led by the San Francisco 49ers. To be honest with you, I don't see how anybody could argue with that. No, not a, I don't think. Selection. No, yeah, you can't. They've been blowing people out as of late. Brock Purdy's on fire, one of the leading candidates, if not the leading candidate, at least for now, for most valuable player. So I'm cool with that. If you got a problem, give us a call at 410-583-1057, WGK Law. Hotline for everyone to enjoy. But let's get to the opposite end of the spectrum where there's no shortage of candidates. No. The feeble five. Yeah, let's look back to week 12. Carolina was one. New England, two. Arizona, three. Jets, four. Washington, five. So, coming in at number five, your three and nine Arizona Cardinals. You suck. They beat Pittsburgh 24-10. They're on by. Cards have scored three first-quarter touchdowns in their last ten games. How about that? But they did beat Pittsburgh. James Conner saying, yeah. uh, here, big middle finger to his former team, the Steelers. Coming in at number four. Four and eight Washington. You suck. They lost to Miami 45-15. They're on by also. Washington's defense has allowed more points in their last five and a half games than the Ravens have allowed all season. That's a pretty big indictment on, well, I guess Jack Del Rio, but they traded away some of their defensive firepower. It has become a disgusting season for and they Commanders took Forbes, Bob, in the top 15 picks, and they don't play them. Coming in at number three, talk a lot about this team this today. Four and eight New York Jets. You suck. They lost to Atlanta 13 to eight. They're playing Houston. The Jets lead the AFC having lost 12 fumbles in 12 games. Hmm. And they've scored how many touchdowns in the last five games? Like two? Not many. I, I mean, mean, and the sad part is, Vinny, defensively, they're acceptable, if not. And they were playing their ass off way against Atlanta. But, and, mm. I mean, if the quarterback just, I mean, when they make a big play, it's like, whoa. I mean, it's like pulling teeth for them to do anything offensive. They probably have the worst third down offense in the league. They are to offensive football in the NFL what Maryland is to three-point shooting in college basketball. Right. That's bad, by the way. Coming in at two. Two and ten, New England. You suck. Lost to the Chargers, six to nothing. They're at Pittsburgh Thursday night. I think it's going to be the lowest viewed game of the season. The Patriots, they've been under 180 yards passing in six of their last eight games. Bailey Zappi did not exactly light the world on fire. Oh, by the way, the Chargers, I mean, they win. That's all very touching, but we're six points. Come on, man. 
Herbert looked like crap. Yeah. But it was windy and rainy. It was right. the weather wasn't great, but I mean he still <laughs> and I, I tell you what, uh some of their they just look slow. Maybe because it was the yeah, they I were think, going into the wind. I think Eckler's hit that wrong side <laughs> yeah. of the running back hill here. All right, coming in at number one again, one and eleven Carolina. You suck. They lost to Tampa 21-18. They're at New Orleans. Panthers were the first NFL team to be officially eliminated from the playoffs. Oh. So, in summary, Carolina 1, New England 2, Jets 3, Washington 4, Arizona 5. That's your feeble five, everybody. The five worst teams in the NFL. Still subject to change. There's still a lot of football left to be played. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Falston. It is Tim. Tim, what's happening? Welcome to Vinny and Haney, and welcome to the WGK Law Hotline. Thanks, fellas. Listen, I hope you don't mind a hypothetical, but this is strictly a hypothetical question. Let's say Mike Tomlin was available, and let's say John Harbaugh was available. Which one of those two coaches gets hired first? Um, probably both would be hired uh, rather quickly. Let's just say Except, that. Who would get hired first? I guess whoever said yes first, because both yeah. would have many opportunities. Yeah, that's the way I see it too. But uh, I think Harbaugh. I mean, he. I, I think both both would be be hired quickly. That's for sure. Anyway, that's all I got for you today, guys. Thanks for the great show. Appreciate it. All right, Tim. Thank you for the call. Both have Super Bowl championships on their resume. I mean, John Harbaugh is marching into the playoffs this season. Things a little dicey in Pittsburgh, though. They're not out of it. If the playoffs started today, Vinny, the Steelers would be in. But, you know, the Kenny Pickett experiment not working out well. And Tomlin, and we talked about it with Ryan Wilson a few minutes ago, he's taking collateral damage because of his reluctance to get rid of Matt Canada. Yep. And for a couple of years, Bob, I mean, that was all to talk last summer. But I'm, I guess he must be somewhat stubborn. How, you know. Well, they made the change. They put up over 400 yards in the first game without Canada and won, even though they didn't light up the scoreboard. And then last week with weather delays, they lost Kenny Pickett. Okay. It is what it is. They're seven and five matchups for this week. Again, Pittsburgh hosting New England. You can hear that game on the fan. Steelers are six point favorites there. That's Thursday night football. Ravens seven point favorites over the Rams at one. They're all one o'clock games until we state otherwise. Tampa's at Atlanta. Atlanta minus two and a half. Detroit is at Chicago. I don't know, man. Something's itching me. I don't know what it is. It could be a jock itch for all of I know, but uh, something tells me the Bears are going to give them a tougher game than, hey, they should have beat them in Detroit a few weeks ago, but Lions still laying three and a half at Soldier Field. The Bears have one of the best run defenses. You know, DJ Moore's having a monster year. You got, uh, you know, Fields can make some big plays. They can run the ball a little bit. I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, Colts at Cincinnati. Indy minus one. Jacksonville's at Cleveland. Cleveland minus three. Still undetermined. Trevor Lawrence there. Carolina at New Orleans. As Vinny said, Saints minus five. Hey, Derek Carr playing in this game? No. I mean, they're Doesn't still picking like pieces of him up. So that's Jameis Winston. Houston's at the Jets. It's going to be Zach Wilson for New York. But Houston, five and a half. 405 and later, Minnesota's at the Raiders. Vikings minus three. It's going to be Josh Dobbs at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Seattle's at San Francisco. 49ers minus ten and a half. Buffalo at KC. Chiefs minus two and a half. 
Uh, to say the Bills need a win would be an understatement. Oh, boy, do they. Otherwise, they're done. Yeah, Put six a fork and, in them. Yeah, 6-6, six and 1-4 six, and four on the road, too. As a matter of fact, Denver's at the Chargers. Chargers minus 3. Phillies at Dallas on Sunday night. Dallas minus 3.5. And, and then two Monday night extravaganzas for you. Tennessee at Miami. Dolphins minus 13. And then Green Bay at the Giants. Packers minus 6.5. It's Vidian Haney, 105.7. The Fed. Craig Kimbrell looks like he's going to sign with the Orioles. Terms of the deal to be disclosed. And Scott Boris met with the media, and he was asked about the Orioles contacting him about extending uh, Gunnar Henderson and Jackson Holiday. Said, do the Orioles reach out? And Scott Boris quipped, yeah, once or twice a day. One day trade. And one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Hey, Woman Crush Wednesday. Irene Cara. little fame coming your way. Got time for a call before we get to the fun house, don't we, Nolan? Let's go out to White Marsh. Bring in Cliff. Cliff, what's happening, buddy? Good to hear from you. Hey, you too. Uh, real briefly, you know, with uh, I want to talk about two players. Humphrey, the corner. Uh... Vinny, how far do you think he's away from really being – he's never going to be 100% of what he was, but 85 to 90%. Uh, with the emergence of number 21 on our team back there, it is re- he's a godsend. To have him back there taking uh, – really being our number one corner, mm-hmm. how far away do you think Humphrey is from really being a solid contributor back there? Well, I think he'll play think this he's week. he's going to be in the slot? Um, I don't know, you know, with a foot, um, cause in the slot, you got the quick explosive guys. That's, that's the only thing. Um, I guess we'll see where he's at, um, come Sunday because Atwell, Cooper cup and Pakua, Puka, Puka, Puka Nakua. That's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, but but the thing the with other- Puka is. I I, th- I think you'd probably like to have Stevens on Puka, and um, Atwell can fly. I don't know. I want uh, – I don't – you know, maybe that's Darby more so because Darby can run. And real quick, I know you, I've been listening the last week or so. Uh, you're kind of down on Stanley, and so am I. But, you know, if there's ever an old adage in football – you're never as good as you look when you win or as bad as you look when you lose. I think the same holds true with the left tackle position. You know, Khalil Mack, you know, he can make people look like that. So it's, I think that's about styles and what different guys bring to the table. And I want to see Stanley a little bit more here before I uh, call him, you know, behind Bakari or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, the, the thing is, is, you know, Thank if his God. ankles bothering him, his knees bothering, him, he can't anchor. He just getting well. He's like on skates. That's the biggest thing. Is he's a liable. He was a liability in that game. It's video at Haiti one zero five seven. The fan inside access coming up. Matter of minutes. Maryland hoops coming up later in the evening. Right now, let's go to funhouse. Quick draws funhouse. 
The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First one here on Craig Kimbrell. Texter says Kimbrell certainly won't hold up for the entire season. Saw it last year with the Phillies. Also questionable in the playoffs, Orioles need to add another reliever for insurance. Uh, Nobody's denying that at all, but it's good to have someone with experience who can give you some quality, but I don't think this will be the move they make to replace Felix Batista. I hope not anyway. Uh, This one here, Texter says, pretty cool hearing McVay's coach speak in press conferences. Uh, Boils down to the same compliments as other coaches, but uh, seems to really go into more detail, call out players by name. Yeah, everybody's got their own style. He talks fast, what he does. And he's probably, and he studies a lot of film, so he's probably not BSing too much. Because he's the one that calls the offensive plays and stuff, too. So he's going to know the defense pretty well. How about this one? Texter says, I do kind of feel bad for Zach Wilson. I may think that he's smug or arrogant, but I'm sure that's a product of him being told how great he was from a young age until he reached the pros. The Jets have clearly already moved on from him with the Rodgers signing. Uh, Maybe he's trying to do the same. If you were in his shoes, wouldn't you want to get away from the Jets organization. No, I'd want to get away from New York, the media, just because he was overdrafted. They fell in love, and it's not his fault. It's the Jets' fault. They're the ones that selected him. So, I mean, they're the ones that should be criticized. I mean, the kid has not been good on the field at all. So, why blame him? I'd be blaming whoever the decision makers were. Their fault that they picked him. And one last one here, talking about the Terps. Texter says, a Terps season that started with so much hope now has us just hoping for resume wins. Uh, Maryland will be lucky to make the tourney at this rate. Huge step back for a program in need of a boost. Look, there's zero recruits for 2024, which is another thing to be a little bit concerned with, no doubt about that. But I'm tired of the 8-9 seed being happy to get in and get to the second game of the tournament. This should be top 15, sweet 16 every single year. And this season has been an absolute disaster so far. They went down to North Carolina to play Davidson, and then they wound up losing to them and UAB in a tournament they were favored to win. The team that won it, by the way, Clemson's undefeated. Now, right, they're doing what Maryland was supposed to do. And this inability to put the ball in the basket is downright frustrating. Forget about the three-pointers where they shoot what? 22%. They're barely making 40% from the field as a team. And by the way, they're not exactly a bunch of Rick Berries at the foul line. Anyway, other than that, everything's great. You can hear the Terps tonight at 7 o'clock. Oh, 105, 7 of hand after inside access, which comes up next. Dolan Grove, Eddie Serrano, I'm Bob Hedy. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the morning for now. Class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 